Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Probably This College with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 548 for Comics originally releasing January the 15th, 2020. I got to check it. I wrote 2019 today already. Screwed it up. I still ain't got it. But 2020, we are well into the month. Drew. We, we were blessed enough to have Eric fill in for us last week while uh, one of us was under the weather, but it's time to get back into the world of comics, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I was sick, um, just uh, a mess, and uh, Eric said, no, I won't, I won't stand for that. The listeners need content. They've patient. They're, they stick by you through thick and thin. I won't allow you to let them down. And he stepped up. It was one heck of a speech. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was like the... Braveheart, you know. Yeah. Very much the, yes, yeah. thank you. Very, very Bravehardian. Um, and and listeners appreciated it. Marvin and James and Jason all sent in. Nice job, Eric Cowabunga, filling in for Drew on this week's episode. Well, it's so, kind of hurt that some people thought it was their favorite episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they thought that was the best I had done, uh, the best I had sounded in years. And then they found that it wasn't me. Um, so there you go. Uh, I think I think Eric got a little something out of this. He was so inspired by his solo cast that he and James, uh, his partner, did they record there, a cowcast? The cowcast is back Holy after cow. they just I guess took 2019 off and they're back after, for 2020 after a two year hiatus. Uh, after a saga sized hiatus, Eric and James and the cowcast came back for a nice hefty episode uh you can find that if you dust the <laughs> dust off your, your dust off your cast. rss feed <laughs> um yeah but it's out there and maybe there's more more things to go i think they're pushing 50 episodes now so um uh, maybe this will inspire them to to put out a few more episodes so that is awesome um yeah so we'll the have to get eric a lozenge out of all after all the talking he's been doing lately yeah yeah um listeners also wanted to thank eric uh, and us for bringing back the C4 Fat Bundle. Yeah, uh, we took some time. Really, no nobody to blame <laughs> for why <laughs> why that went away. I mean, unless you uh, wanted to blame us, but <laughs> unless you wanted to blame us because we totally dropped the ball on that. But he brought it back in a good way. Uh, the four titles are Billionaire Island number one, Resistance number one, Dragon Whisper number one, and North Bend number one. Kyle, you know anything about these? I do, and he's chosen the B cover on both Billionaire Island and North Bend. Uh, let's start with Ahoy Comics version of Billionaire Island. It's a one out of four. He has chosen the Pia Guerrera cover, so he is definitely channeling you and I uh, with the C4 Fat Bundle. So uh, he wasn't just throwing spaghetti at a wall. He said, what would these uh, guys like? And by golly, he was right on this one. So Billionaire Island number one, a savage satire uh, reuniting the critically acclaimed team behind DC's The Flintstones, which is Mark Russell and Steve Pugh, um, in an all-new creator-owned series, Welcome to Billionaire Island, where anything goes, if you can afford it, but the island's ultra-rich inhabitants are about to learn that their ill-gotten gains come at a very high price. So, a four-issue series, Ahoy Comics, we got Mark Russell and Steve Pugh, Pia Guerrero cover, what's not to like about that? Okay. And the second one, we have Resistance number one of six. He's chosen the B cover on that one. Um, or did he? No. I can't remember. He's the, he's the cover A on that one. We have J. Michael Straczynski writing that one, which is something you and I uh, 
graphed quite a bit of J. Michael Straczynski stuff, except yep. I can't say Straczynski without biting my own tongue, so that's difficult. Uh, it is from Artists, Writers, and Artisans Incorporated. Wow, cool. Yeah, so a different version of uh, the publisher there. Um, J. Michael Straczynski, creator of Babylon 5 and writer of beloved runs of The Amazing Spider-Man, Thor, and Superman Earth-1, returns to comics teaming with Mike... Diodato Jr., the blockbuster artist of The Amazing Spider-Man, Incredible Hulk, and Infinity War. Together they plant the flag for a new universe of heroes and villains. A global disaster, a global disaster leaves hundreds of millions dead in its wake shortly after a few thousand suddenly manifest superpowers. Are, there, are they harbingers of more perils to come or Earth's last hope? So again, channeling us, we got a little post-apocalyptic stuff. Nice. Cannot beat that cannot beat that so the next one we have dragon whisper number one from red five comics also Alec, uh, say what also, also a cover eye on that one yep i don't believe there's an offer for anything but the cover eye on those ones. All right, there you go. in a world it's alex deluca and glenn fernandez in a world of clockwork and steam cursed airships captain alexander falk endures his centuries-long quest for an end to his torment a dragon his ceaseless pursuit bears scarce rewards. That is, until Falk discovers the bridge between the world of man and the world of monsters. Her name is Rosalinda Eberhardt, and she is the Dragon Whisperer. Again, pretty dope. Fantasy, all kinds of fun stuff. And North Bend, number one, from Scout Comics. Ryan Ellsworth and Rob Carey on that one. We got a Tula Lote cover. So another one uh, that uh, he's thinking of us when he, met, he does. That is the cover B. In the not-too-distant future, the U.S. is at war against Russia and its own people. The country is on the verge of economic collapse and political revolution. Desperate to regain control, the CIA recruits Seattle DEA agent Brendan Kirk to test an experimental mind-control drug on unwilling Americans. Compelled by his sense of duty to his country, Brendan struggles to keep his life from falling apart as he tries to reconcile his personal beliefs with the security of the nation. So, awesome. Four really cool books and uh eric is cutting everybody a deal you can get that bundle of four books for eight dollars and 75 cents normally 16 bucks and some odd so a heck of a discount and four dynamite titles all of which i, I sign off on and i would tell you guys if i thought eric was reaching on these but nope they sound perfect yeah yeah, he he he's thinking just like we we would, and um, those are the, those are the sort of titles that uh, belong in the C four Fat bundle. Those, those are perfect for the, for us. Uh, we also got a lot of feedback about uh, the Hero Initiative and what a great cause that is. And um, Kyle, you know, in comics for fun and profit, I'm the fun, and you're the profit. You're 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 fun as well, but. Um, you know uh, what? I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you're 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 better at uh, the flipping than I am, and you've been licking your chops about the uh, the challenge for raising money for the Hero Initiative. Oh yeah, this and year I long. I, I thought I had a heck of a leg up, man. I had a week <clears throat> where I thought I was going to get you. You got. I mean, you you had no competition because you just have me as the competition. Well, yeah. that's over. Uh oh. Now we have yeah. we have Stephen No Nosbish. Uh, a listener, oh, yeah. uh, he uh, was listening to our show, and he wants to join the hundred dollar nice. challenge for the charity. Uh, he's going to purchase books uh, from Cowabunga specifically to flip, and he's going to donate all the money back uh, for the donation. 
at the end of the year. He's going to update us periodically on where he's how he's doing. Very nice. Um, and wants to get in on the action. He, he's not alone. Uh, Jason, our buddy from Hawaii. Hey, all right. Um, he was listening, and he is in. He's throwing his hundred dollars into the ring. Um, he'll keep you. He'll keep us posted via email on his progress on what he invests in and how it's doing. So now, you're you're not just fighting old, you know, your old brother. Now you got some real competition there stepping up here. So we got a four way competition to, to, for bragging rights, and we're all winners there because we're going to be donating it to the Hero Initiative. So That's right. we're excited about that. I made an attempt at this already. I ran to my local Walmart as fast as I could last week to try to find those detective books. No luck. Oh yeah. Have yeah. you seen those? No. I know. I know Target was getting something. Target has an exclusive version of a uh, uh, of a Batman book that's that you're getting uh, about fifteen for if you're not careful. But the Detective Comics anniversary, a giant size, is going for one hundred twenty bucks. Wow. Yeah, but. We got skunked in my local, and I didn't make it up to any other locals to look around. So why? that was going to be why? my initial stomping ground. I didn't even look to see why. I just saw that they were spiked in Iran. Um, and I found out a few things because I, I, was, I was really looking for these. So I was talking to all the people I knew at our local wall market. And those come in through a vendor. It's a vendor who does those comic books as well as the gift cards. So it is not a Walmart employee that comes in. It doesn't come in on the truck and or anything through that. There's a specific vendor that comes in and did that. And like she was there just before I was there on a Friday. So I don't know if that's the only day she does it. But that's that's what I was able to key in, chit-chatting with some people, trying to find, trying to track those detectives 120 down. bucks. Yeah, check it out right now. Oh my goodness gracious, yeah. I, I missed out on that. Yeah, so it's a big one, um, and that would be a heck of a time thing to flip. So I, I made a valiant attempt and effort, but I did not make it. Uh, a, a for effort, uh, F for results. But you know that's okay. Uh, Amber sends in uh, feedback on our best of episode from a few weeks ago. She really enjoyed our episode. But was wondering if, it, besides comics-related stuff, did we enjoy any non-comic book-related movies or TV, video games, music in 2019, and what would be our best of of the year in those categories? Kyle, what do you think? All right, where do you want me to start, Drew? Um, well, video games is your account. Absolutely. Um, I played zero, so I'm going to oh, have to give this one to on you. Now. Okay, so video games, I have several things I really enjoyed. I'm putting these in no particular order, but these are my, essentially, I'm giving you about five things that were my top five that I loved this year. So I loved Gears of War 5. I'm a big Gears fan. It looked amazing. It was beautiful. I loved it. I loved that. Can't wait for the next one. Uh, Resident Evil 2 Repack was awesome. They took Resident Evil, a, mo uh, a game I played multiple times before, a series I love, and they did this amazing makeover to it where they brought it up to you know 2019 standards. The juiciest zombies and the most fun I've had killing zombies since Resident Evil 4 originally came out on GameCube. An absolute blast. I loved that game. Um, Outer Worlds. My favorite Fallout is Fallout New Vegas, and the team that made Fallout New Vegas did Outer Worlds, which is essentially Fallout in space. Dope. Love the game. Lots of fun. Uh, Borderlands 3 came out this year. I'm a huge Borderlands guy. Could not wait. Have had so much. I love the humor in Borderlands. A blast with that. I've done my one playthrough. I gotta, I gotta grab you know my other three characters, get them up before the next DLC characters come out. Cannot. It's awesome. And then Bloodshed, Bloodshed Ritual of the Night, which is uh, the guy who created Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Kogi Igarashi. 
Um, he's he's no longer working for Capcom. Capcom's not doing anything anymore. Um, or Konami. Anyways. Um, so he's created essentially an offshoot of the Castlevania brand with up-to-date stuff. And uh, I thought that was a great game. I had a ton of fun with that. So those are my top five games of 2019. Wow. Okay. Yep. Um, how about music? Music. Okay. So a new Alderbridge came out this year. I'm a big fan of Alderbridge. Love that album. Uh, the new Tool album. We haven't seen one of those for 11 years. I love that album. That did not leave my CD player for the entire month. Um, new Kill Switch album. I was obsessed with that. We had we got a, a song on that called Signal Fire, where we got both the the new singer and the old singer on the same song. It was just gave me chills watching the videos. One of my favorite songs of the year. Couldn't believe it. Uh, we got a new Blink 182. Uh, not their best album, but I super enjoyed it. Uh, we got two albums from Weezer. We got the Teal album and the Black album. I went through those quite a bit. Loved those. Um, and Slipknot dropped a new album of We Are Not Your Kind that I really, really, really enjoyed. I, I also enjoyed the Weezer albums. Those were both good. Um, uh, I enjoyed the new uh, new 21 Pilots. Did that, was that this year? I think so, yeah. Um, and I, that was the only concert that I went to was the there 21 Pilots show. So uh, that was a big deal. And um, I don't know if I want to say this out loud, but I have been into Billie Eilish for like oh, the there last... Last month, I've been listening to that album a lot. Can't wait till you're singing Oceanines on the next podcast. Uh, yeah, um, I, I've, I was surprised how much I dug that album, and um, yeah, like an 18 year old girl, too new. Nope, but. 17, 16 at the time she made the album. Well, she's 18 now. Nope. Yes, yes. No, she's not. Google her. She's 18. It's, it's less creepy. Name. It's less creepy that way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, not not as much. Most of my music is like still my 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 tunes from five years ago. You know, I don't, there's not a lot of stuff that cracks into my my new stuff um, into my rotation. So yeah, still it's kind stuck of, in 1994. Pathetic. I got a lot of those albums too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to do movies or TV next? Um, TV. Okay, TV. Um, of course, Game of Thrones ended. A lot of mixed emotions on the last season. Um, there was a couple things I, I enjoyed the the long dark battle. It didn't end the best, but I enjoyed it and uh, I was happy for it. Couldn't beat it. Um, Barry on HBO. I've been really really loving that. I'm a big Bill Hader guy, so uh, Barry's great. Uh, I really like Stranger Things season three. I thought it was awesome. I'm not with some people that didn't like it, especially that all the new '80s stuff and. You know, it's my favorite timeline to be in. Of course, Mandalorian. Mandalorian was amazing. Can't beat it. Yep. Same thing yep. with The Witcher. I went through The Witcher. I'm about ready to go back through The Witcher. I liked it so much. Um, so those are my, uh, my non-comic Would my team. wife be able to stomach The Witcher? Yes. Did she, she like Game of Thrones? No. Okay, then she wouldn't like The Witcher. <laughs> All right. Um, I really liked Succession a lot. Um, I thought the Righteous Gemstones was fantastic. Um, I'm Doug Fleabag. Fleabag, I thought was pretty amazing. There you go. Um, I just finished The Politician, which was great. Um, I, I, um, on like, like the most of my stuff is streaming, but I'm, but I'm trying to think if there's any networks that stood out. I I watch a lot of stuff, but I don't know if anything's like fantastic. I think the Good Place is really really strong. Yeah, and this is its last season coming up. Um, 
yeah, there's it's a lot of great stuff on streaming, and I really love the morning show on the Apple TV Plus. Is that the name of that streaming service? <laughs> um, Just Apple, like, yeah, Apple, whatever. A- Apple, Apple Plus, Apple something. Um, and then yeah, Mandalorian over on Disney Plus. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and like like. I liked kind of like the prestige shows from all the streamers, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought Jack Ryan was really strong. I think, um, you know, of course, Handmaid's Tale was fantastic over at Hulu. Um, Mrs. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on uh, Amazon Prime. I didn't do season great. three yet on that. I need to. It was really, really good. Um, so, like, all the prestige shows, you know, there's a reason that they that they are their, their top sellers. They're, they're good stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed a lot of good TV this year. There you go. Um, I didn't do a ton as, as far as really movies. Most everything I watched was comic book movies. Yeah, I was, movies. I was thinking that same thing. Um, a real, uh, John Wick 3 was probably my highlight. Oh, wow. John cool. Wick 3 was awesome. Uh, Detective Pikachu, really good. Um, but those are, the, those are most of the things that I watched. I, I still have to do, like, I want to go through and do the Peanut Butter Falcons and stuff like that. I just haven't had the ability to yet. I have to be in a certain mind frame to get those, yep. and I've just not been in it. I liked um, Zombieland Double Tap. I thought that was pretty yes, strong. I, Zombieland, I, I, I just watched that the other day. Yes, that was really good. Um, I took your kids to see Toy Story 4. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any... Th- Movies I went to that weren't other movies I went to in the theater that wasn't. Hmm. No, I can't think of very many others that I went that wasn't a comic book movie. I so didn't or Star do the Wars. Irishman, but I want to. I just can't. I don't know if I want to commit six hours at the moment. Well, yeah. I mean, heck, it's 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 like it's like a poor man's Goodfellas, right? It's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard good. nothing but great things. Yeah, um, do that. yeah. And I forgot about a lot of these things that are. They they were out for a week in the theaters and now they're streaming already. So I, really I guess like I can catch a lot of them. Always be my maybe on Netflix was really good. Don't know that one. Uh, let's see what else. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's weird. That's weird. It's just dominated by by comic book uh, yeah, yeah. movies. Yeah, I was gonna say of the things I've seen, I think like seventy five percent was uh, comic stuff. Awesome. Anyway, I hope that answers some of your questions. We did do some other things uh, outside of the comic book, but for me, it was most of it was uh, comic book related. Yeah, <laughs> that's a uh, go figure. We like we like comics. So <laughs> who does think? So, uh, you have questions, comments on some recent shows, anything like that? Feel, feel free to reach reach out to us. You can do so uh, via email: comics for fun and profit at gmail or you can reach us out on social media, Twitter, Comics Fun Profit, Instagram, and Facebook are both Comics for Fun and Profit. Um, and you can contact us that way. Now, it's time for FOC. Let's see if there's anything uh, Heroes Initiative worthy in the FOC that we, we might want to pull the trigger on and um, flip. Like, of course, FOC is our final bite at the apple on some of these items that we missed in previews. Our last attempt to add a few things to our order directly before they're printed and shipped. Um, we get a curated list from Eric at Cowabunga. He even pulls a few things off of it to highlight some of the things he's highlighting. Not a word, but I'm going to use him. To call <laughs> number one, um, uh, that is the series premiere of that from Image Comics. 
Jonathan Hickman writing that one. So, Drew, you may be interested in that. We have no. the facsimile edition of Detective Comics 38. There we go. So, Sensational some Is that our first Robin? No. That would be sooner than 38, wouldn't it? Yeah. The first appearance of Robin the Boy Wonder. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh did you say it's Detective 38? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll throw, okay. I didn't hear it. Sorry. Um, we have the Epic War Machine, Epic Collection from War Machine, uh, the hardcover edition. Has all kinds of stuff in Iron Man 278 through 289, the annual 12 and 13, Darkhawk annual number one, Avengers West Coast number seven, and Marvel Holiday Special number two. All making up a big War Machine Iron Man hardcover. Um, Dragon Whisper number one is another thing featured. We talked about that as our C4 now, FAP. I don't want to um, derail your, but you are talking about pre-order stuff instead of FOC stuff. Am I? Oh, am I on the wrong thing? You are on the wrong I page. Am. Um, the, that's good email. stuff, but I was like, I don't see this on the FOC anywhere. Yeah, and there was wrong. a reason I didn't see it on the there FOC. There we go. Sorry, wrong email. I pulled up the order and I was still stuck on that. Makes sense. Because yeah, I, I was scrolling up and down <laughs> like a mad fan trying there to follow along. Um, I knew there were six, so it matched. So. But those right, are great things. Over. Those are great things for uh, the, the, the pre-order. Absolutely. As far as FOC is concerned, we have Air War Stories number one. From It's Alive Comics. Yeah. It's normally a $10 book. He's giving you a discount on that. Uh, the facsimile edition of Green Lantern number one. An oldie but a goodie John Broom writing that old thing. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. There we go. Captain America The End number one from Marvel. Uh, that's a pretty cool looking book. We have Immortal Hulk Great Power number one. On the cover of this we have the Hulk... In Spider-Man's outfit, swinging around. Looks vaguely like a Ninja Turtle. It's kind of freaking me out. Yeah, it's true. Tom Taylor writing this one. Jorge mm. Molina. Yeah. Jorge Molina on the art. That is a good pull. There we go. And there we have Greg Pak writing Star Wars Darth Vader number one. Um, so, that is kind of exciting. And then from Oni Press, we have Agretsuko. Number one, Daniel Barnes and DJ Kirkland. These are all things that Eric has pulled to the front for us, and I am liking quite a few of those. Let's find a few more things inside the FOC. Let's scroll down and see what else we can find. So if, if Raphael Ianco is doing the art on Star Wars Darth Vader number one, mm -hmm. that's going to that's gonna be at least a month, like maybe twice a month. He's... He's not going to be able to do postal anymore, so postal deliverance. Unless he's doing be... every other, or they're doing back and forth, you never know. With, with or that, or that series is ending. Mm. Oh, maybe, maybe that was, maybe that's just like a six. Maybe he had a few canned, and he's just done. Yeah, well, I doubt he can do two two series a month. Most, most can't. Um, but I mean, I, are we excited about Star Wars and Darth Vader relaunching? Yeah, kind of, because uh, we've had... This is our, like our third Darth Vader, right? Yeah. But we're getting a Darth Vader in between all of our series. We're getting a Darth Vader in between 
four and five. We're getting a Darth Vader in between five and six. We're getting one in between two and three. So they're giving us the cool timeline versions of Vader. The True. Time, the, yep. the, the places that you actually want to know what Vader has been up to is the places they're putting him in these. Um, so yeah, you know, Vader's still probably one of the best villains in the history of, of uh, anything. So the more we can get of what he's been doing canonically between movies and rebuilding the legacy stuff, yeah, uh, let's just keep doing that. I mean, it's I, all been okay to good, and yeah, I just want to know it. And I gotta, I, we gotta go back to the Mandalorian one more time because we both loved it. Yes. Um, does this rethink your hatred of Boba Fett any? No, nope. Still, still pathetic and dumb. And you stupid. still hate. You still hate Boba Fett, even though Died it would be like a loser in the Sarlacc pit. Was he? Would he be be a, a Mandalorian? Yeah, he is a Mandalorian, or at least he is somebody wearing Mandalorian's armor. So really, he's he he's cool, just like that guy. Yes, and yeah. there is a lot of th- you remember it, uh, Lucy Liu's character that yeah. go up on her body and someone walks upon her with spurs Spoiler. on. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Boba Fett wears spurs because he's based on a uh, cowboy character from uh. from uh, those uh, spaghetti he's, westerns. He sounds really cool, Boba Fett. Sounds like a great character. <sighs> he's the most overrated character in cinema. Uh, I think you should read... I think your opinion needs to soften now that we got a whole Boba Fett series, pretty much. Look, I know this is the way you... Th- but, you know, not all people of the same creed, Carl, or a race are lumped in together. You can hate one and like the others, all right, man? Not all Mandalorians <laughs> are created equal, my friend. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, all right. Not one, just one master race. Got it. Correct. Okay. And remember, it's not a race. It's a creed. It's a creed. Very, very much so. All right. Let's... But Okay, now Dark Horse. <laughs> Back to Dark Horse. And we've got, of course, War Stories, number one, that we talked about on the outside. Uh, a normally $10 book, a tough sell for me. So. That's a tough sell. Predator Hunters, continuing with the Predators. Oh, we got a glow-in-the-dark cover on Predators for an extra dollar. Those are usually kind of cool. And a graphic novel leading into Cyberpunk 2077, which we will be getting in a couple months. Down to DC uh, is 88. Okay, we're well into James Tinian now. 86. We got a second print on 86. Was that, uh, what's his face, his last one? Yes. So yeah, 86. 86, Tom, 86, Tom is, 86 is Tynan's. Uh, it, that's his first issue. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, um, so 85 was Tom King's last. So we saw a spike in sales, maybe, from 86 with the new changeover. Yeah. Um, but guess what? A second 86 was uh, Tynan's first issue, and it's part one of whatever. Yeah. It, he, he barely just started telling the story, just like just like his predecessors. Relax. Give it time. I know. I, I know. It's just one issue. I'm, I'm, That's right. I'm trying. We have a couple of DC dollar books in Batman 386. Shadow of the Bat, which if you paid a dollar for Shadow of the Bat number one, you paid too much because... <laughs> it is in every quarter bin in the history of comics. I see it everywhere. And three eight or three eighty six is Black Mask. Oh, good call. Uh, Far Sector number one going to a second print. That's cool. We we uh, talked about that. 
probably got to get that Green Lantern. You have Green Lantern, the facsimile edition. I mean, that's what I, because I asked, this is what I said. If you give me the keys, if you put keys out as facsimiles, I will buy them. Don't give me some weird-ass numbering that doesn't really mean anything, but something that's a key, yeah, yeah, key issue, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the... I'm gonna do it, and I, I gotta I gotta follow through with that. There you go. Has Cho been doing the Harley Quinn bees lately? Uh, I don't know. I don't believe so. I know he was for the longest time. I thought we'd gotten off of that. Um, oh, that's cute. I don't have any um, covers on in my list. Sadly. Copy paste running. Oh, do you? Yeah. Last God number one going to a second print, so that's cool. Lots of DC stuff here on the FOC. Yeah, it's good. Like. Good list. But nothing, I don't think I can live out. And the final Martian Manhunter. So if we think something cool is going to happen in Martian Manhunter, this is our last chance to make sure we don't miss out on the last one. And that Joshua Middleton cover is pretty cool looking. Yep. Alright, it's down season, but we got some IDW. Hey, we got the last issue of Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I've enjoyed this. The trying to of Peach Pedro. It's not going well for our gang so far, but um, <laughs> it's been fun. It's been a fun, fun series. Fun Very revisit. Very cool. And on Image... Oh, a trade paperback for Weatherman coming back at you. Another Manifest Destiny. Mm -hmm. What is After Realm Quarterly? I don't know. Right. What is that? Oh, Michael Avon Deming. A $6 number one from Eisner and Harvey Award-winning Michael Levon Oming, co-creator of Powers in the United States of Murder, and the writer of Thor Ragnarok and Red Sonja comes after him. A new ongoing extra-length quarterly in the aftermath of Ragnarok, Una, an elven ranger, sets out into the post-apocalyptic chaos to discover the fate of the old gods. But first, she must fulfill an elf to a lost friend that could doom what's left of the Nine Realms. Okay, so we have six bucks, but it's only coming out quarterly. Quarterly. Yeah. For $6. Post-apocalyptic. How many pages? Is, is it 40 pages? It's not telling me that. It's just simply saying extra length. Yeah, it's probably like the Lazarus. Hmm. So I uh, suspect where the item will people no, be I mean, clamoring what, for what, a quarterly. They should have done is they should have eaten the first issue at three ninety nine, mm -hmm. and given it to us. And then if they wanted the subsequent issues to be a little more, that's fine. But gotta gotta bait the hook. I guess I understand it. I mean, it, their number one's going to be their bestseller, so. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I guess it's okay. 
I'm forgiving. All right, none of Marvel. Ant-Man is back, y'all. Who's the creator this time? Oh, it is. Not easy for me to look up. I know. We were just talking about Eric and what a great job he's doing. He did not link my hyperlinks in my episode. No, I'm just, I'm not using a mouse, I'm using a touchpad. Zeb Wells. Zeb Wells. Hmm. Hmm. Swing and a miss. Yeah. Oh, I've got to look at these black cat covers, unfortunately. I have to look at each and every Is that J. Scott Gamble? They have been. Yep, still being J. Scott. Still being very nice. Very nice. Captain America, The End, number one. More Conan. Dark Agnes, which I thought was a breed of cow, but I'm guessing I'm incorrect in that. <laughs> That's Black Angus. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Farm kid joke. <laughs> Becky Cloonan writing Black Angus, which is now all I'm ever going to call it. Dark, Ang <laughs> Dark Angus. I'm never going to get that. It's got to be Black Angus. <coughs> oh, no. Yes. Becky Cloonan, her first solo comic series. I did not realize that. Mm -hmm. Forced into an arranged marriage. Agnes de Castillon. Took matters into her own violent hands to free herself from the yoke of a life she never wanted. Now the woman known as Dark Agnes, along with her mercenary partner, um, oh, come on now, why can't people just have normal names like Bob, mm -hmm. Etienne yeah. Villiers, make their way through 16th century France, I guess it's because they're French, as swords, as sell swords on their way to join the war in Italy, where the real money is. But when Etienne is captured by the Duke of... Oh, come on. Too many words. I'm out. Yes. Fun fact about Black Angus. <laughs> Kyle Andrew's uh, father was a bit of a um, uh, cattle man. Uh, amateur cattle, cattle man as when we were very, very young. Mm -hmm. And um, instead of Black Angus, uh, he, he started with Black Angus and moved to Semental. Mm -hmm. Which is a, another cattle breed. Was it Semital? I thought it was Semital. Semital? Yeah. It was a different breed. Um, not as popular. <laughs> not as sought after by uh, the slaughterhouses. And that's when we got out of the cattle business. <laughs> we, we were no longer in shortly thereafter. That decision uh, doomed the cattle business yeah. of uh, our father. <laughs> the Ellinger cattle business. Yeah. So we're not... We're not um, ranch millionaires sadly because of that decision immortal hulk great power um immortal hulk you're a big immortal hulk guy do we care about tom taylor's version of immortal hulk kind of because i got a little bored with the other one so this might make it interesting for me again okay the hulk finds a new host the Amazing Spider-Man. When Bruce Banner wakes up in the middle of the night without the Hulk, he thinks he's finally free. But the Hulk is immortal, and the night is not over yet. If you thought he was dangerous in the body of a mild-mannered Bruce Banner, wait till you see him now. Peter Parker is a man with a pro 
proportional strength and agility of a spider capable of lifting trains on his bad days. And he's about to get a big green power-up with the temper to match. Okay. Okay. I'm interested. I'm in. I'm and we it. have um, Savage Avengers Zero. And what do we think about Zero issues? We hate them. They're worthless. Why do this? If you really wanted it, put it in the canon as you go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, that's kind of how I felt, too. Now this Spider-Woman um, is a die-cut variant. This has already been out? I'm guessing and this, this this is just a variant that's yeah, a popping up. Yeah, a late variant. I've seen that a, a late few variant. Times. It's a wicked looking die cat. It's odd. Might be sought after though. You never know. And a bunch of cool Vader books. True Believers Pepper Potts. Interesting. And we have an X-Men Fantastic Four. Uh, Four-issue miniseries crossover, and this the first issue is out with a ton of covers. That's a lot of covers. That being written by our boy Chip Zdarsky. Well, the Black Badge... Oh, are you done with Marvel? Sorry. We are. Um, the Black Badge uh, that you collected as FOC mm -hmm. uh, variants is now available as a hardcover? Or is that just... Oh, that's oh, that's not a complete hardcover. That's just a volume three. Volume three, yeah. Is um, it? Did did you decide to put those up? Those no, I'm still to? just chilling with them. Have they got any heat at all? I haven't even looked. I haven't looked. Need to. Yeah, you check that out. Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number one, two, <coughs> and three. Didn't Black Badge get optioned? Did it get optioned? I think it might have. Yeah. So number one going to a second print, the yes. variants going to a second print, and the ten copy incentive also going to a second print. That seems dirty to me. Yeah. You shouldn't do that? No. I guess it's the foil. Interesting. Okay. And then issue two going to a second print. And then issue three being optioned with all kinds of, looks like exclusive covers. Give me a second. I'm just kind of curious here at what's going on here. Is that each of our turtles is a different cover? And we have a Dan Mora cover A. Really cool looking Dan Mora cover A. That's a really nice looking Dan Mora cover, right? And let's see. And it looks like, okay, that's pretty cool. So each one of the other covers is a turtle holding the helmet, just like we had the Rangers holding the helmets. Mm. So like... On this one, it is uh, Donnie 
So it's Donatello holding the Blue Rangers helmet. So that's kind of cool. Donatello, Leo, Mike, Rath. I mean, you don't like Dunmore from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, right? You were too Correct. I was old the, for that. I was too old for that. So that even, no matter how cool it is, it's not going to be enough because the property's not appealing. No. Well, I don't right? know. I'm that big of a Turtles guy. That maybe, really? There's also a, a, a Dan Mora FOC exclusive. Ooh. Well, that's tempting. I know. Jeez, and, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. We've got... Oh, um, man. So much. So much. We've got Backtrack. Uh, this is a... Oni Press book. Dude, I was Brian. on the money for Money Shot from Vault like crazy. Number one oh, going yeah. to a third print. Number two going to a second. Number three going to a second. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of heat on that one. Yeah. So Backtrack from Oni Press. Brian Joins uh, doing the writing on that. And this is um, about a criminal wheelman, Allison, who's led an illicit life that left her shattered into pieces. Looks pretty darn good. I haven't seen a good Oni Press release for a while, so that's kind of interesting to me. And we've got Adler from Titan Comics. This is Butch Gweiss doing the cover, Gweiss doing the cover, uh, with a Lavi Tidhar doing the writing. And this is a um, uh, a Sherlock spinoff. There you go. We have an odd book uh, from Action Lab Comics, Argus Number 1 by Mark... Bertolioni, it's a scientific time travelish book, so uh, my head hurts just thinking about it. <laughs> and that is all. I forgot. Remember when we were we were specking a long time ago on books, and I told you to pick up The Witcher number one from uh, Lion Forge or whoever whoever was doing those uh, the video game stuff. <laughs> I did the same thing on Bloodborne. Yeah. It's yeah. spiked because of the movie. I gotta find my. I gotta dig mine out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it spiked twice for two different reasons. Yeah. All right. All right. Anything else? Everything for FOC. Okay. Get that in by Monday at noon. Mm -hmm. um, get your orders in, and uh, let's take a look over at uh, cover prices top ten. Uh, we have the number one eBay hot seller, according to the cover price folks. Angela's Angela Asgard's Assassin Number One from 2014, 27 copies this week sold um, a high sale of 17 bucks for a raw copy. Hmm. We we have um, Star Wars: The Rise of Kylo Ren, um, which sold 40 copies this week. Um, had a twenty dollars selling for twenty dollars raw and even a cgc has come back in at nine eight selling for eighty bucks huh. uh, we have mar miles morales spider-man number 13 the first billy morales as a baby who is miles sister sold 24 copies this week um and it's selling for nearly thirty dollars for raw copy the new mutants number one um uh, from 1983 uh, this uh, looks like 16 copies went this is the second full team appearance of the new mutants 
Um, and it looks like the CGC 9-8 version of this. This is that Sinkovich cover. It was like it's like yellow and black, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of murky, like Sinkovich likes to do. Yeah, <laughs> I know I got one of those laying around. Um, but the 9-8 sold for eighty-one bucks. Yeah. Uh, Detective Comics Batman 80th Anniversary Giant. Uh, this is what you were talking about, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, Walmart exclusive. Uh, as has those folks scratching our heads. It had a sizable print run, around three thousand. Nothing happens, um, and it, but it is hitting two hundred dollars raw this week. Two hundred thirteen dollars to be around. The the market determines what something is worth. It only sold seventeen copies, um, but had a high of two hundred thirteen dollars for and that. And like one. if you look. There's a bunch of listings up, and if people are doing traditional auctions, they all have a bunch of bids. So people are still moving on these. That makes no so sense. Check your Walmarts. Ours, I don't know if they didn't get any or just I got beat. Yeah. But I was there January 2nd. Crazy. Um, Star Wars number three. Uh, this is a se- the 1977 Star Wars. I have this book. Uh, the recent uh, stirred up lots of Star Wars interest. This saw a high grade raw copy sell for one of its best prices in a while, which was enough for it to land on this list. It sold 12 copies this week uh, and sold $47 for one copy. A raw copy of that. Crazy. Don't know what goes on in that issue, but it must be something. Uh, incoming number one uh, was the $9.99 price tag. Which I, I believe I made a pick uh, a few weeks ago. No. Said something might be happening in that one, and um, sold twenty one copies, <laughs> and 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 it's it's sale of ten dollars for a raw say, copy. It's a, d- a penny. <laughs> yeah, but if you pre ordered it, you doubled your money. There you go. Uh, we have Spawn number one still, still selling well. Another 14 copies sold. Um, CGC's selling $425. Um, I've got to CGC some of these. I don't know why. what I'm waiting for. Uh, Venom Lethal Protector, number one, um, continues to sell well. This was our quarter bin find from a few years ago, Kyle. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, 13 copies sold, um, selling for 77 bucks at, with a 9.8. CGC and Spawn number nine. Uh, it's an Angela's first appearance. Um, 14 of them selling and had a high of 62 for a CGC 98. Now, we also had cover price do a year in review for 2019. So, in addition to their what's hot this week, um, they have they are doing uh comics that sold the most units in 2019 and the ones that sold had the highest sales volume um and topping their list was uh spawn number one number one Uh, um so the old spawn from 1992 uh 1487 spawn number ones were sold on ebay over the course of the year totaling fifty three thousand dollars in sales I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, about 1,473 copies of Ultimate Fallout number four sold this year. 
for two hundred thousand um, dollars, which is uh, Miles' first appearance. We have She-Hulk number one, the Savage She-Hulk number one, selling fourteen hundred copies this year, and it sold for about two hundred thousand dollars worth. Um, now it's the from what year is that? The forty cent cover price, uh, nineteen eighty. That's in the 1980 Savage She-Hulk number one. Mm -hmm. uh, the Eternals number one from 1976 almost sold 1,388 copies this year for 255,000. And that one ain't going to slow down. That may sell more copies this year than it did last. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead's final issue sold 1,347 copies over eBay for thirty-four thousand dollars. Uh, Ms. Marvel's first issue from 1977 sold 1,158 copies for $187,000. My Beloved Moon Knight from 1980, the first volume, sold 1,154 copies via eBay for 53000 And I don't think it sold that much of its final issue in the last <laughs> volume. So that's pretty darn good. Um, so... All hail Disney Plus for that heat there. Uh, the ma a man called the man called Nova number one from 1976 sold 1,134 copies this year uh, for a value of 214 thousand dollars. And Rye number zero, the Matt variant from Valiant. Uh, from the 1992 Valiant, back when it, the bus days. Mm -hmm. um, so there's plenty of these out there. Uh, 1,132 copies of this sold for 73,000. Then we have a first Carnage, um, rounding out the the top ten. The Amazing Spider-Man 361, which sold 1,113 copies for 161,000 dollars. Amazing yeah. numbers of speculate speculative comics flying back off the shelves back and forth. Um, really, really cool. Now, um, let's take a look at our sneak peek. Yeah, let's head on over to previewsworld.com. Let's find new release. Let's find January the 15th. And let's start where we love to start. Let's start an image. Spawn 304. Spawn has been on a hot streak lately. Let's see where it finally goes down. Undiscovered, We've got, um, yeah. yeah, Undiscovered Country, which has been really good. I mean, I've only read two issues, but it's still really good. That's a different cover on that second print of number two. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like what they're doing with that. I like that, yeah. Alright, set on down, Dark Horse. And down to IDW. <laughs> Rising Sun number one. I got no information on this book. But I'm not interested in it anyways. We got, um... Yeah. Yeah, we don't know who the... Writers, artists, <coughs> anything. At the bottom there. of the book, I can see that it's Mars. 
with Rodriguez on art. We got some more ROM. All right, down to DC. Uh, let's see here. Batman Adventures 12. For a dollar? Heck yeah. yeah. I got some of those coming in. Thought that was a fun one. Yeah. And then our uh, facsimile of the new Batgirl. It's funny, we're the most excited about old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Reprinted, that's really sad. I've really been enjoying this um, Teen Titans book. Uh, we never used to read Teen Titans, but uh, I, li I like the new direction it's been going on. And I think they've got a good... Um, I do too cover B thing going on too I like the, group, I like the characters the group of, I was going to say the characters in the group they've got yeah down to Marvel Incredible Hulk 180 facsimile edition now did you pick up your 181 I did do you need do I have to do I have to get this too yeah probably should have now shouldn't I that's that's interesting. We have some weird Iron Man twenty twenty covers, so pick them up if you like that kind of thing. Kelly Thompson writing Jessica Jones in Blind Spot number one. Hmm. Well, it's a reprinting things. Marvel Tales, Ravencroft. Black Widow Prelude Number One. So we got the movie coming up. From Spy to Avenger, the enigmatic Black Widow has lived many secret lives. But how do these uh, disparate episodes add up to the life of the heroic Avenger? And is the thread that connects her past to her future. Get ready for Marvel Studios' Black Widow solo film with a glimpse of the storied history of Natasha Romanoff in this tale set in the Marvel, in the MCU. So, if you're really looking forward to that movie but can't wait, can't wait, can't wait, here's your chance to jump in and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Marvel Spider-Man Black Cat Strikes Number 1 is a five-issue series. This is the thing that's set in the game verse of uh, Spider-Man. So this is essentially the Spider-Man from the Sony game. Anything else, sir? Mm -mm. Adam Warren writing Venom, the end. The final Venom story. The alien symbiote who bonded with Eddie Brock has been through a lot. 
but not nearly as much as he is coming. In a tale that literally spans over a trillion years, Venom travels the length of space and time as the last defender of life in the universe. Ah, down to dynamite. And booms and all of our other stuff. I wonder what a Boom Studios short box bundle is. Oh, sh oh, it's a Boom Studios short box. You get ten of them for. Yeah, you get oh, ten short. What? Boxes. Oh, that's four. Was that fourteen dollars a piece? Dang, dang. Yeah, they're the laminated printed ones or whatever. Those are nice. I wish. I mean, I, I just think that's too much. With art by Chelsea Roberts. That is a very cool Folklords number two second print cover. Mm -hmm. That is all very cool cover. If you're into it, you may want that for your collection because it is that neat. Did you read Met Red Mother? From no, I did not. I not yet. Did not either, so I don't know where to... Jeremy hung on on that one. You may want to read that before Wednesday so you figure out if you need to pick that second one up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, we have AC Comics, with a comic number one for $5.95, the 21st Centurions number one, a modern contemporary pop culture action and angst take on superheroes in this offbeat series that starts naive teen heroes in an enigmatic mentor with questionable motives. First issue of a new AC Comics ongoing quarterly in full digital color on glossy paper. By Stephanie Stephanie Hinky and Mark Hinky. So uh, is that another quarterly comic? Comes out every four times a year. Yeah, I think so. yeah, I think so. Oh, Second Coming is only a six issue series. Is that, did I know that? I don't think we did. Sold pretty well. Yeah. Maybe maybe we knew that. <laughs> maybe you did. I know I didn't. <laughs> yeah, back, back half's kind of off a little bit today. Yeah. Not doing it for me. Yeah, not really piquing my interest. All right, Drew. What you got? Pick it up. Man. Yeah, not a lot, of, not a ton that really says run out and get. Uh, I can't, yeah, I can't really pick that. You want me to go? Yeah, sure. I'm going with the second print of Undiscovered Country number two. Wow. Wow. 
think if you like the map covers, if you pick that up in one, you may want the second printed too. I was supposed to drop. I was supposed to jot that down on my way through, and I don't think I did. That one one eighty facsimile edition. I was no, I I can't do. I just can't do that. And I had something in Lord. At this point, folks, it's not gonna be worth it. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Oh, uh, what are you gonna say? I'm gonna say Batman Adventures Twelve, the dollar comic. There you go. You know. Um, remember, remember that, um, Amazing Fantasy dollar that they did? Uh-huh. How hot that got? Oh, yeah. Fifteen bucks. Um, I think, uh, I think this might be a, a hot one. So I'm going to say the, um, the, the Batman Adventures dollar comic. There you go. Now, Drew and I had a little bit of struggles here finding exactly what the gym in this week is, but maybe we... Are missing stuff that you guys can tell us so feel free to write into the comics uh, right into the podcast i mean about these comics uh either on the twitters the facebooks the instagrams the gmails all that stuff um be part of the podcast tell us if there's something we missed in here or if you think we're just crazy as i'll get out for the two comics that we picked just let us know we'd appreciate all, all your feedback and uh we're uh we'll have to give you an update soon if we start doing some more moving on our $100 Heroes Initiative journey in sales. I don't think it's anything jump. from this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so either. Um, if anybody else is jumping in with us, uh, feel free. I think a, a little bit of competition will stir the juices in these things, and we will make some real money and uh, for a good cause as well. So we thank you guys so much. So for Drew and for myself, see ya.